Hello, we want to welcome you to the Heights Baptist Podcast. My name is Lee, and I'm one of the pastors here at Heights. And our mission is to love and to lead all people to a new life with Christ. And so we thank you for joining us today uh, from wherever you are. The purpose of our podcast is to help you take uh, your next step of faith. And so what we have been doing uh, through this month of episodes is spotlighting different ministries uh, within our church to let you know a little bit about what we do and why we do that, but then also how you can use your God-given gifts and abilities uh, to plug into the life of Heights, to serve others, uh, to help them feel loved, to help them come to know Christ Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and to help them grow as a believer in Christ. And so uh, all through the month, we've been looking at our different ministries and we've had different co-hosts. And so today I have the co-host of (laughs) co-hosts, my wife, Sandra Peoples. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I have been on your podcast, but I've never had you on this podcast. So I I am honored. And Sandra, you are the inclusion coordinator for special needs families here at Heights Baptist Church. That's right. So your business card is front and back. That's right. That it's a long title. <laughs> I know. It's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. So so what else, uh, kind of just quickly, what do you do here at Heights? What else do you do? Because I know that's not your only job. Maybe, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and family, uh, whatever blanks you want to fill in there. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, I serve as the inclusion coordinator for special needs families at our church, which means that I make sure that if a special needs family comes in and visits our church and wants to become a member, that every member of that family is plugged in in some way. So the heart of that is making sure that we serve the children and teenagers and adults with disabilities well, that we have classes for them and opportunities for them. But it also means that I help those parents get plugged into a life group. I make sure that the typical siblings are included in all the activities they want to be included in because disability ministry or special needs family really can change a whole family. Um, And I grew up as a special needs sibling. I have a sister with Down syndrome and we have a son with autism. And so this is really on our hearts as an important ministry that churches can do. Yeah, good. And then you have a role within our state convention as well? I do. I'm the special needs ministry consultant for the Southern Baptist of Texas convention. (laughs) Another mouthful. (laughs) Another mouthful. And so that means I get to help churches all across our state, either start ministries or strengthen the ministries that they have. Yeah. Yeah. So your, your ministry is more than just heights, but important here. And then God's using you, you know, other places. And so, uh, and we, of course we have an older son, David, who's 16, James 14. And as you mentioned, James has some uh, special needs. And so uh, something that's always obviously been on our hearts. But one of the neat things I think uh, about Heights is uh, they already had a little bit of that happening before we came five years ago. And, and you, with the help of so many of our members, have really been able to grow that out. And uh, we were laughing just, um, I think, a week or two ago as a staff, we were kind of counting the number of kids that we serve on a Sunday, and they were all boys. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, where are the girls yeah. in this situation? But, but you know, it, that's been able to see that just grow over time, the awareness within our community. Um, you know, one of the neat stories that we've talked about and we've shared with others is uh, we have a family that's coming right now, and it was a Facebook support group 
that they were like, we're looking for a church. And that, that support group on Facebook was like, you need to go to Heights. Yeah. You know, they can take care of you. And, and I just thought that was really cool. Like when anyone else who doesn't go to your church invites people to your church, I was yeah. like, that's a good day. That is exciting. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, just kind of that community awareness you've been able to bring uh, with the help of our members. It's been, it's just been really, really neat to see how God's, God's done that. Yeah. So, so let, let's talk a little bit about um, disability ministries. Uh, I know when you, you talk about that and your books and podcasts and things, we, we're talking, you know, wide scope on that. But, you know, specifically at Heights, what, what's the purpose? Why do we do that here at our church? Well, we believe that every family deserves to have access to the gospel and mm. a church family. And uh, Lifeway did a study a couple of years ago that said 99% of pastors believed that their church was welcoming of special needs families. Yeah. And special needs families kind of laughed at that. <laughs> They're like, there's no way that 99% sure. of churches, because once you actually ask, well, what is the church doing to be accommodating? Right. And how are they welcoming special needs families? That's when you kind of realize that disconnect. And so it's one thing to say, oh, I'm sure a special needs family would be welcome here. It's yeah. another thing to make sure that they are welcome, that they feel welcome and that we're making accommodations for their kids. So here at Heights, we do what we call a hybrid ministry. So we have buddies who serve in our typical classes and they come alongside of a kid or a teenager who just needs a little bit of extra help. So we do buddy ministry. We also have a self-contained class. So mm -hmm. the kids who really do better in their own space uh, so that we can adjust the sensory right. stimulation and yeah. we can adjust the lessons so that it makes sense to them. So we do both of those. So we essentially have a hybrid mm -hmm. special needs ministry model. So we're doing both of that, which means it takes a big team yeah. on a Sunday morning, right. uh, especially for all of those kids. So we have four different places where kids could be and teenagers, and then it takes eight or 10 of us yeah. to be in all those places. Yeah. So we're serving those kids. Right. And so it's, it's good. Cause like you said, it's for some who can go maybe to a typical class, like a buddy. And then some like our son, who's not able to be function well in a typical room with, you know, everybody else there's, we've been able to design rooms for folks, you know, like him. Yeah. And, and, and I like what you said earlier in the podcast, it's really a ministry for the family, you know, cause um, you obviously are sib a sibling. Uh, your older sister has Down syndrome. And, and so for us to be able to minister to the parents and to the typical, you know, sibling and for the you know, sibling that, that may have special needs, I think that's so, so important. And, I, you know, well, we, we've talked about that study and um, obviously I'm in a room full of pastors sometimes. And, and I think they would all go, yeah, man, special needs, we, we would yeah, be yeah. glad to have that. Uh, but what I find is sometimes they're a little intimidated of, it's more of a reaction, like, oh, you know, a family showed up. Hey, Sandra, what do we do? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and what I think our hearts is trying to reverse that course over time for families to be, or, you know, churches to be more proactive to say, we don't have people with disabilities here. Let's go reach some, yeah. you know, is I think the heart behind uh, what we do here at Heights and, and what we'd love to see more churches do, you know, because I'm sure more would go, yeah, we, 
we're, we're, we're a comedy. We want to. But yeah. they don't know what that looks like until somebody shows up. Right. And, then, and that's where your role is, is yeah. to come alongside and help them. So. Yeah. And if you look at, like, the latest census or the stats in your school district, yeah. one in five families has a member with a disability. Right. And one in five kids is receiving either special education services or services for learning disabilities, behavior issues. And so if you look at your church and you don't have one in five families... Yeah that are affected by special needs or one in five students in your special, in your children's ministry right. and youth ministry, then that means they're in your community, but they're not being served by a church. And yeah. so that's when you have to make that switch to being outreach focused mm -hmm. and bringing them in yeah. um, and making sure that they feel welcome. Right. Yeah. And just real quick on that, because I want to, as we talk about the purpose, I really love the heart of what you've designed here of kind of meeting the needs of each individual child and so it's not just we have a program and we we shove everybody in the same room uh and so in, in you know in the school district and i think some of our folks might be familiar if if your kid gets some services it's called an iep right you know but you you have developed kind of what it's an isp yeah so just quick you know kind of tell us what that is a little bit yeah so an iep in an educational setting is an individualized education plan and mm -hmm. isp is an individualized spiritual plan mm -hmm. and so we get to know the kids as individuals their strengths their weaknesses their challenges and then we create a plan uh, that includes goals yeah. for their time with us. And so that may mean some modifications. That means a student with dyslexia isn't asked to read out loud. Right. Or if there is an activity sheet that's a fill in the blank, we give them a word bank. So they're not having to struggle with spelling. Um, and so that's how we make modifications, similar to how you would do in a school setting. But the purpose of our modifications is that s is for these kids to hear and be able to respond to the gospel. Yeah. And so it's an even more important yeah, yeah, <laughs> calling yeah. Yeah. Uh, than the everyday things they're learning at school. Right. But we want to put them in an environment and create goals for them for the purpose of them hearing the gospel in the way that they understand it yeah. and having the opportunity to respond to it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that's that's a really neat uh, a neat idea to figure out how to how to best help each child. And so let's kind of you know we answered the 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 what is the purpose i guess there's some people who might go why i mean why do we really need a special needs ministry in our church you know let, let's kind of just look at that for a minute why i mean i know you've talked about one in five families and out there have disability but but it, you know why do that because it is hard it takes a lot of volunteers but yeah yeah why? well i mean if a church doesn't then a family like ours can't attend right then we're home on a Sunday morning. Yeah. I mean, um, there's lots of families who have been turned away from churches mm -hmm. and those churches have said, we can't do, we can't make this work. Right. There's lots of congregations uh, where you have a child or a teenager sitting in the service and they're making some kind of vocalization or noise and the people react in that, react to that in a way that makes them feel like they're not welcome or mm -hmm. they can't be there. Um, so it's a mission field. I yeah. mean, special needs families are a mission field. Right. Uh, and I feel like we are missionaries to that <laughs> mission field. Yeah. And, and we just knock down the barriers that keep them from right. having access to the gospel and make sure that they can be here at our church or, you know, in my role for the SBTC, wherever they live, right. have a church that yeah. welcomes them. Yeah, yeah. And I think from, from our experience is... A lot of places, well, really everywhere we go, 
we don't, we're not normal. Yeah. I mean, you know, with, with our son's disabilities, he may have headphones on for noise reducing, you know, headphones. He, he doesn't act like a typical 14 year old. He doesn't have the, you know, speech for a typical 14 year old. Um, so everywhere we go, you can look at us and go, there's something different about that family. Right. You yeah. Know? And, and even though people, you know, we, we joke here at Heights, like Kroger, Saturday morning, 6 a.m., you're going to find me and James there. And, you know, we say hi to the lady in the bakery and the guy stocking the Cokes. I mean, we get to know the workers because we're like the only people there at 6 a.m. Right. <laughs> and but even there, even though they know him, I, I still feel different. I know I'm different, you know, and, and so I've I love at church we can come and not feel different. You know, and, and I think that's so important for churches to have that kind of atmosphere to give that family like ours that place of community where we may still come in and, and kind of feel that. I mean, we still know in our gut, but no one makes us feel like we're different. Yeah. They just make us feel like we're home. We're, right. we're a part of them. And James is a part of the family. Yeah. And, and uh, I think that's really a, a big part of why churches should do this is because you, you have very lonely families out there that they just want to be loved and they want to go to church and right. they just want some type of community. Yeah. And, and they want to serve too. Right. I mean, they, it's not just them receiving ministry. They, yeah. they do ministry right. too, just like other yeah. families in the church. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So uh, kind of going with that, if someone listening or, you know, uh, today or whenever they do and go, yeah, I want to do that. I want to help. I know it can sound intimidating, but we always tell people it's not as hard as you think, right? right? Like you can do that. Yeah. Um, we didn't, we had, we learned on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> we still learn on the fly. It's a constant learning process. So there's obviously ways you can help train people. You don't have to have a background. You don't have to have an education in this. We were always like, Hey, you got to have a heart to love kids. Right. You know, got to be willing to, it's not going to always be easy and, and clean. It's going to be a little messy at times. Um, but how can people serve if they come to you and say, I want to help you? How, how can they do that here at Heights? Yeah, I mean, we have classroom opportunities and buddy opportunities. And so teenagers over the age of 14 okay. uh, can be buddies here at our church. And so they can let us know that they want to do that. Most of our helpers serve once a month. And so they're either serving at nine o'clock or 1030 here at mm -hmm. our church on a once a month or twice a month rotation. And so we get them in. We have videos that train them. We normally do shadowing. And mm -hmm. so they're paired with a buddy for a couple of weeks before they yeah. take over and do that. Uh, we have lots of kids who come for VBS, lots right. of community kids with disabilities. And so we need lots of volunteers to make VBS easier for them. And that's a great way to kind of dip your toes mm -hmm. into special needs ministry and to know what it's like. So if you can survive VBS <laughs> week, you can do anything. Yeah. And so that's a great opportunity kind of uh, to get in and figure it out. Our church offers respite nights four times a year and that's a way that we train new volunteers mm -hmm. and so that's just a weekend for like three hours where special needs families drop off their kids and the typical siblings and we take care of them yeah. and so if somebody's interested in disability ministry they can volunteer for that and and kind of get a feel for what that looks like and then just we'll plug you in on a sunday morning you right. have you can serve in the elementary 
rooms. You can serve in the preschool rooms or you can serve in our RISE class, which is our teenagers and young adults. And so we have lots of opportunities on a Sunday for lots of kinds of giftedness yeah. to be uh, helpers right. in lots of different ways. Yeah, yeah. And that's where, again, I think people feel intimidated because maybe I've not been around a child with special needs or I don't have that education. Um, but you're able to really, you know, obviously give them some some guidelines, some videos. A lot of it's just kind of on the job training. Yeah, it really is. You know, and which is not a whole lot different than working with a, a kid without disabilities. Right. I mean, you still got to learn that kid. You've got to learn what they like and what they don't like and how they communicate. I mean, so it's, there's, you know, there, there's some tricks to both. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how to use the word tricks. Uh, but but it, it, in some ways it parallels. If someone says, well, I'm going to work with the fourth graders. Well, yeah, you can still work with the kiddos for special needs. And, and I, I just, I, I love what you said there. It's a mission field because it is a, it's a group of families that really aren't reached well sometimes that are, are out there looking for churches. I mean, we have a family driving almost 45 minutes on a Sunday Yeah. because they told us between us and you, there's, there's nothing. Yeah. And, and we want to want to be somewhere. Yeah. And, and I, I'm excited they're here. Yeah. You know, we want them here, but then at the same time, it's sad to me. Cause I'm like, how many churches did you pass in 45 minutes? Yeah. You know, that, that could, you know, take care of you. So, so I, that was fun. Thanks for being on the, oh, on yeah. the podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring you back sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll find another, another reason to have you on. That so, would be fun. Yeah. Do I need to do anything when I get home? Like take trash out or anything? Oh, this, I can make a, a list. Make a list? You, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make me a quick list uh -huh. <laughs> before we <laughs> sign off. So listen, I thank you so much for joining us today. And if you are in our area, we would love to see you on a Sunday morning. Uh, and for one of our in-person worship services, we have our life groups for all ages that meet at nine o'clock. Then our worship service that meets at 10.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning. We also stream that 10.30 a.m. on YouTube and our Facebook page. So if you have not done it already, uh, click the subscribe button here on the YouTube page. Like our Heights Baptist Facebook page. That's going to keep you up to date on all of our digital content. And again, we would love to see you on a Sunday morning, 9 a.m. for life groups, 10.30 a.m. for our worship service. And thank you so much for joining us today. Till we see each other again, I hope you have a great week and God bless.